0: Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with
1: John Henneken, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine.
2: This is John Hennigan with our host, Frank Selby. Uh, Frank, we're going to have fun today. Uh, yeah. concept of the show is fishing derbies. So we're going to be traveling around the world for different types of fish, and it's coming up on the season for sure. So if anybody's interested about some of the tournaments and what they do and how they do it and which ones are very pricey and which ones are very reasonable. And then I'll make a quick uh, last uh, attempt. We've still got a couple of spots open for our trip to Salmon Falls. It's coming up very, very quick. It's a trip of a lifetime you can take a couple times a year. But it is uh, almost free. $2,100, all-inclusive, and a high-end resort. But time is about out. So please get in touch. We'd appreciate it. We'd love to have you. And you won't be disappointed. Uh, Fishing this year, by the way, Frank, from what I understand, is fabulous. Last year was slow, but they're making up for it this year. They've even raised the uh, uh, limits on what you're allowed to take. So we're looking forward to that, Frank.
3: Yeah, that sounds wait. good.
2: And you might even give me a fly fishing lesson while we're up there. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, what else you got, Frank?
3: Not much. I uh, just, we went out for dinner last night and then came home, sat on the deck, watched the fireworks for Huntington Beach.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. They're pretty much everywhere. Yeah, and we were down at the marina. A friend of mine has a house, what they call TV Hill. It's up on the top of the house, and beautiful, beautiful view. Uh, Lady Handelman, who started ocean airing, and it was. God, yeah, there must have been 200 people there, but it was a lot of fun. So you know, it's just to get to celebrate the Fourth of July weekend. So um, put the put your red, white, and blue on, and and uh, today's only Friday, so you can barbecue again there, maybe tomorrow. Yeah, and. uh Again, real quickly, Salmon Falls Resort, 25th to the 30th of August. You don't want to miss it, uh, so please get more information from us, and I guarantee you won't be disappointed. And looks like the music on, so we're going to take off, and we're going to come back, and let's see. We're going to start with uh, uh, Mark Lassane, a professional bass angler. We'll be right back with you.
6: With a long pedigree, the Snowbee brand today offers the very best equipment modern technology can provide. Started in Europe, Snowbee is now providing quality fly fishing gear in the USA. Waders' clothing, rods, reels, fly lines, bags, and innovative new accessories. Enjoy your sport and leisure time more than ever. The affordable value of Snowbee makes it available to everyone. Go
1: to SNOWBEE-USA.com. Have you noticed the changes in Google lately? Did anybody line you out? You can't fake it anymore. They know who said it first, who said it best, who said it the most, who is the most popular, and that just happens to be me since the late 80s, which means that I can put up a page a post or a website, optimize it properly, spread it around to 22 million people, and put you on top of your results pages for your chosen searches basically overnight. Whitemountainbusiness.com. Don't want to wait that long? Already have a website that you thought was optimized and doesn't rank anywhere? I can fix that too. Maybe you don't want to wait maybe you just want to call me 928-228-9228 that's 928-228-9228 I've done it for literally thousands and I can do it for you Welcome
2: back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and our host, Frank Selby, is on the line with us. And we have, um, excuse me, we have our good friend, Mark, who I'm not sure what his title is, but uh, if you want to Costa Rica, he's the guy to talk to. He does uh, bookings out of San Jose for the entire country of uh, Costa Rica. And um, our theme today is uh, tournaments and we're going to be talking to a couple of different people from different parts of the world about that. But uh, why don't you give us a quick overview, Mark, about uh, fishing in Costa Rica and tournaments that you're going to find there.
0: Okay, thank you very much. Great talking to you again. Um, Costa Rica has one of the world-class sail bites between, let's say, mid Mid-December and the end of April, and naturally they're going to be, um, international tournaments. There are two big ones there. First is the Las Suena Signature Triple Crown. And that's an interesting one because it's in three, uh, dates, three different, uh, three legs, each three days fishing. So nine, uh, nine fishing days at all. And they draw big boats. Mm-hmm. From all around the world, and the prize money is stupendous. Mm. You win this tournament, and you're going to take home well over a hundred thousand uh, dollars.
2: Did people bring their own boats, or are they just all local?
0: No, these are boats that come from from basically everywhere.
2: Mm. Oh, that sounds so, like a lot of fun. How, how many, many? Well, how many uh, sailfish can one of those uh, boats get in three days? Oh
0: well, okay, let's. If you're really interesting, I have some of the some of the numbers. Um, in 2015, over the nine days, there are usually between 43 and 50 boats competing. And uh, in 19, 2015, they were about 1,840. In 2016, 1,855. Twenty. 2017 and 2018 in general, the, um, the bite was down, and there were only about 600 in those two years. That's and a lot. This year, 2019, it came up to 1234. Wow. And uh, so you know, 1,196 sailfish and uh, 38 marlin.
2: Man, that, that uh, yeah, that's a lot of work.
0: It's a lot of work. It's a lot of planning, but um, it's uh, based on um, a lot of the people who either bring their boats down, but there are also groups of anglers. There's some well-known charter boats here in Costa Rica, of course. Some of the famous, perhaps you already know them. Let's say the Spanish Fly or yeah. boats like
2: and those those are out of Los Sueños.
0: Uh, they're in the Los Sueños, mm-hmm. but. Um, anglers, uh, four guys will get together and say, hey, we want to fish the tournament. Is any boat willing?
2: Now, what a, approximate cost on a fishing a tournament like that, that's that's a lot. And those boats aren't cheap.
0: Yep. Boats aren't cheap, and the entry fees aren't cheap either, so mm-hmm. um, not a question of being short of cash, but if uh, you guys want to Get a team down here for next year, and they're willing to fork over and uh, find a good boat. Entry fees open.
2: And what other tournaments do you have going on down there? Most of it, I assume, is on the Pacific, and I know the...
0: uh, Well, there are a couple couple of very good uh, local uh, tarpon tournaments hmm. on the Caribbean side. Uh, A couple are put on by the... um, the amateur fishing club of costa rica and um there are about 20 boats and people come come here from um venezuela there are a couple of uh a couple of teams and um honduras and guatemala most of the costa ricans win them though um i don't know if you heard eddie brown eddie is probably the top tarpon fisherman guide and he won so many that uh they didn't allow him to compete anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wow. so what he, does, he wins it by proxy. His yeah. wife wins it.
2: Well, there's a lot of rooster fish. Is there any rooster fish tournaments?
0: There was a rooster fish tournament down in Puerto Jimenez. First, uh, first time this year. Mm-hmm. Down in Puerto Jimenez, a rooster fish tournament, that's in the south. Of Costa Rica, that's uh, right on uh, what they call the Golfo Dulce, mm-hmm. Sweet Gulf, near the Panamanian border. Mm-hmm. And they had about uh, 20 boats fishing. Um, nothing spectacular, but uh, a good first
3: start.
2: Yeah.
3: I got a question real quick. If we were coming down next year, should we contact you and, and you could find us a place to stay in a boat before we even get there? Yep, this
0: in these you have to have your boat and teams well in advance. Now there's another tournament which I'm sure you might have heard of, which comes in later in April, and that's at Capos at the Pace Vela Marina, and that's the Offshore World Championship. Mm -hmm. And that one's um, done a little differently. There are regional tournaments all through. the, the, basically, <laughs> the entire Pacific side from the States down mm-hmm. to Brazil. And
2: yeah, I know that the, uh, wind- there's, some, there's some great uh, fishing farther up north. And personally, I think the uh, landscape is much uh, more attractive up there, too, because you actually do have real rainforest. And it, is, uh, it's just beautiful up there.
0: Yep. Uh, Capos is nice. Portage Man is nice. But if I can get and digress, because this is interesting, this offshore world, all the regional tournament winners come automatically. They have a big sponsorship, etc., etc., and they fish on charter boats. Let's say fifty, car- 50 boats um, register with Offshore World. This is one four-day event, and they they take turns. You draw lots each day for boats. Oh. Right? And so you fish on a different boat with a different captain each day mm-hmm. and this uh this year there were forty five teams from 25 countries, and uh they caught uh, six hundred and thirty six uh they released six hundred uh, and thirty six billfish. they also count big Dorado and big tuna, so those go into the score as well.
1: Mm.
2: Oh yeah, it's uh. Incredible fishing down there. Now, the other, the other thing is the their season is kind of opposite of ours because your rainy season is in the summertime. And, you know, it's the dry season is from probably uh, Thanksgiving through Easter.
0: That's the best time to come. Basically from end of November through the end of April, if you're thinking of billfish on the central Pacific coast but it moves slightly i mean right now there's a pretty good bite up north in of tamarindo flamingo um the papagayo area it's not as big a bite as as down uh earlier in the central pacific but it's a good bite and you're gonna encounter offshore you're gonna encounter billfish sailfish and marlin and then there's the caribbean of course Uh, I know you in Florida have have tarpon, but there's a pretty good tarpon bite from uh, September through January up on the Caribbean side near the um, Nicaraguan border, Mm -hmm. Uh, and there's some great
3: lodges. Frank, we're going to
2: have to get going, but uh, you got any quick questions?
3: Yeah, he still didn't answer my question. How do I get in touch with him if four of us or five of us want to come down? If you get a team together... um,
0: We'll find you a boat little will fish and uh, we'll get you all the papers to, to enter.
2: And that's Americana is the best way to reach you?
0: FishCostaRica.com.
2: Oh, fishcostaRica.com. Okay. Yeah, that's you definitely why we're do it. Working. Okay. FishCostaRica.com. And Mark does everything. He'll take care of I mean, if you want water delivered to your room or a cold beer, he'll take care of it for you. Whatever you want. Yep.
3: Uh, don't say that. Oh, yeah. My group, you got to be careful with. Yeah, don't, don't, don't ask, don't tell. There you go. That's right.
2: right. Mark, we appreciate all that information. It sounds very exciting. Maybe we'll get some teams together. We still can do it this year, but maybe we'll get some teams together for next year. And you can. Yeah, all, all right. And go to the website and listen to the show as many times as you want if you need more information.
6: Snowbee brand today offers the very best equipment modern technology can provide. Started in Europe, Snowbee is now providing quality fly fishing gear in the USA. Waders, clothing, rods, reels, fly lines, bags, and innovative new accessories. Enjoy your sport and leisure time more than ever. The affordable value of Snowbee makes it available to everyone. Go to snowbee-usa.com
4: A full surface flash up.
2: Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Henneken This is John Hennigan, our host, Frank Selby, and our uh, professional bass angler, and we have Mark Lassane, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, tournament uh, bass fishing. And I would say, Mark, that almost every state you can find a bass tournament uh, within a short drive.
3: Every state, not ever. I think Alaska. Yeah, well... Yeah, Yeah, he got it right off the bat. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Never tried it. You know
3: what? I, I would say there's tournaments every weekend somewhere. Uh, you know, some of the lakes you know you go up north they freeze over, so uh, they may have a couple of snowmobile tournaments where they go and drill holes in ice, but not not very many, you know. But once you get down in the southern part of the US, there's tournaments on most lakes every single weekend. There's mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of fast tournaments a mm-hmm. year. Yeah. And they you know, they range from uh just like uh yeah. yeah. you know, a small little get together where you everybody puts in twenty five dollars into a hat. And winner takes all to, you know, four or five thousand dollars for a big touring event. So it, it, you know, it can it, it can go up to a very very professional level, or it, you know, it can kind of be on the you know the, the small level when uh, you know you're just going out having out some fun with some a bunch of guys. But yeah. you know, most of the tournaments are, there's basically a, a, you know just a couple of different kinds of tournaments. There's a, a team tournament. You know, and then there's a draw tournament, and then a pro-am tournament. So a team tournaments where you and your buddy get together and you go fishing event. Uh, draw tournament is where you show up at a tournament. One guy has a boat, the other guy does it, and they draw each other, and then they both they both fish for you know whatever they can get. And then there's a pro-am tournament where there's a professional paired with an amateur angler, and then they go out and fish, and the pros fish against the pros, and the amateurs fish against the amateurs. So. That's the last format, pro am format, is really a good tournament. If you're interested in learning how to bass fish, um, obviously you want to be a little bit proficient and know how to cast and things like that. But the pro am tournaments are a really great way to learn. Most of the pros out there will help, you know, help you and help you figure out, you know, what you're doing and how to catch them. You get to see how they're doing it and how everything works. So that you know that way for the guy coming up learning, uh, it's really a really good venue. Uh, and one other thing I didn't mention is is club tournaments. There's a, a number of bass clubs throughout the United States where you know they have anywhere from five to a hundred members, and every month usually the clubs get together and go have a tournament, which it's the club tournaments are a little bit different where you guys are sharing all your information. You know, Say we go out and we're in a club tournament and you're in there and I'm in there and Joe and Bill and Bob and, you know, and whoever else. But well, we all go out and then after the tournament, we all sit down and we all share the information, which makes it nice so we all can learn. That's another type. Some club tournaments uh, charge for entry, a little small entry fee. Some don't charge anything. And then, uh, you know, speaking of, of payback, you know, like I said, you know, we have the little tournaments where you put the money in the hat, and then you you know fish at the end, and everybody uh, um, you know everybody fishes for that same pot. And then you have the you know the more sanctioned tournaments, tournaments team tournaments, say where the entry is a hundred to two hundred dollars, and then the prize at the end is you know five hundred to you know five or even ten thousand dollars, depending on how many boats you get in there.
2: Now, most of the tournaments are usually pro-am. Is that right? Well, the smaller ones. The
3: most of the ones that you hear about, because those are the pro-am tournaments are the bigger tournaments where you have the professional anglers, and the professional anglers have a following. You know, so like you know, like my Facebook, I get ten to fifteen thousand people, and I got a lot of people following me asking, you know, what's going on. So and I and I generally fish the bigger tournaments because you get more exposure fishing the bigger tournaments and those also get a better following. Mm-hmm. So those are the ones that you hear about. And uh, so you know so there's a there's like the regional pro am tournaments and then there's national pro am tournaments. So the ones I fish are the West Coast regional ones and mm-hmm. there's a couple different circuits out there. Um, you know Bassmaster has a small. Uh, circuit pro-am circuit and then flw jumps up and they have this like a semi-pro circuit um then there's another tournament called wild west which is kind of right between that
6: mm-hmm.
3: so, like a wild west tournament is you know seven or eight hundred dollars to enter uh flw uh you know their their middle of the road tournament i guess you call it's almost two thousand to enter um, and so, like a Wild West tournament, probably at the end of the day pays back around fifteen, eighteen thousand mm-hmm. uh, dollars. FLW tournament. If you if you use the right product, which is a whole other story in itself. If you use a sponsored product and you get the contingencies, you know most of the FLW tournaments pay around seventy thousand dollars. Whoa! So well, if you say you're not running the right, victory. if you're not yeah, if you're not running the right boat and the right engine and all that and all that stuff, like. You know, that sponsors it's just an incentive. You know, these companies sponsor the circuit, and then there's an incentive to use their product. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, I mean, you can still win thirty to $50,000 just hmm. straight out cash without, you know, any, any sponsored incentives.
2: Hm.
3: Which make it, which makes it, you so know,
2: just worthwhile. A, you know, I know that uh, most people do it as a passion, not necessarily a way to make a living.
3: You're right. And it's very difficult to make a living tournament fishing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even the top level guys, I mean, if you look at look at their stat say A guy, there's you know, seven or eight Fastmaster Elite events a year same thing with FLW touring events. You win one of those, you win a hundred grand, right? But now granted, you're on the road, you know, half of the year and your expenses are probably seventy to a hundred thousand dollars depending on how you live if you know if you sleep in your truck and eat you know eat tough ramen you know you probably get by with 60 um, but still and, and then and then a lot of these guys still have a house and you know they got a house and a boat payment and a truck payment and you know everything else along top of that so even if they went a hundred thousand dollars they still need to generate some more money I'm going to say they probably need to get around 150 just just to survive mm-hmm. I got a quick question for you uh, how many tournaments do you fish a year, you personally? Uh, I'm going to say about 13, 14 mm-hmm. tournaments. How many times are you end the money? <laughs> I, you know what? I am generally in the money about 60 to 70 percent of the time. Uh, That's good. You know, this year it was about 40 percent. Last year it was about 40 percent. The year before it was about 80 percent. Um, so it varies. You know, uh, um, I'm I'm one of the fortunate ones. I work in the fishing industry. I run Bass Angler magazine, so I so I build some synergy there and then I have a number of great sponsors. Um, and I build some synergy there. So I have other venues to make money. If I only had to make it on my tournament winnings, I would be starving and probably, you know, living in my truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so,
2: well, you do that, and, anyway. And do that you know, anyway. Yeah.
3: You gotta be tough to do that. Yes. So, and it's, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, there's a curve. And so it's kind of like uh, a musician, you know, a musician will play and play and play, you know, play in the street, play for small venues. And then pretty soon, boom, he breaks out and he gets notice- noticed. It's up that happens. And now he's really making the money. And it's the same thing with fishing. Um, you know, you, it works like that. You can kind of move up the ladder, and uh, you know if you if you do right and do everything right, and you're a good promoter, then you can do really well in the sport. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, is there? I imagine there's certain parts of the country that that's uh, much more dominant than it is in other areas.
3: It is, you I mean, know, the you east coast, about the south. You, know, yeah. you get around, around, you know, the Carolinas to Florida, Georgia, Louisiana. Those areas, there's, you know, it's it's more prevalent down there. There's a lot more tournaments. And the bigger tournaments tend to go towards the south, you know, Mm -hmm. the south, southeast. So if, you know, like a lot of the California guys that have uh, gone pro have moved, you know, down that way, Fred Rabana, Saren Martin, Mm -hmm. Mark Daniels, those guys have moved, you know, to Alabama or right around that area just because most of the tournaments are there. And it's hard to make, you know, a four-day drive from California to go fish an event and then, if there's not an event for another three weeks, then you pretty much going you know, to drive home, you know. So then you have you have you know eight sixteen days on the road for two events, you know, but not not including the you know thousand dollars in fuel that you'll spend. So you know a lot of those guys will just move back there if that's where they're making their career. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's kind of like a long commute for a job. You know, if you have to commute <laughs> five hours for your job, then you're probably going to move at some point a little closer to where you work.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I think you've
3: yeah, given us a... Yeah, to commute LA one. Yeah.
2: Well, I think, uh, Mark, that you've given us a, a very good insight as to the life of a professional bass angler. And again, you know, most people fish close to home in a Pro-Am tournament, and, you know, what what does it cost to get into those?
3: The pro, like the Pro-Am tournaments, uh, local ones in here in, in California are... You know, 7 dollars for, uh, like, a Wild West event. It's a good for Circuit. And then 1900 for FLW. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I got one more quick question. How okay. do we get your magazine? Yep, just go online, BassAnglerMag.com. There's a subscribe button right at the top. Click on it. Fill it out. Give us a little money, and we'll send you a great magazine. You're going to yeah, learn how to fish. that
2: Bass yeah. One more, more quick thing.
3: If you really need to learn, you should take the magazine because there's some great points in there. And A couple that I didn't know.
2: Yeah, so that's BassAnglerMag.com. dot com. And did you ever take anybody on the on the, uh, guides, Mark?
3: Yeah, I do. I, I'm also a guide. You know, that's that's the deal when you fish for a living. You kind of you kind of. Branch out and uh, you know do what you can do to mm-hmm. make a living. I take people fishing, you know, all the time. I guide on Lake Berryessa and also on the famed California Delta. So and you know it's fun. I like I enjoy teaching people how to you know catch fish under different tides and using a, a plethora of different techniques. So that's uh, you know that's kind of a, a fun part of my job.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I
2: know and, that, uh, you can uh,
3: see you can see know. my bass my uh, guide business on Easy. Okay. B-A-S-S.com.
2: Okay, well, we're going to have to go. I got more questions, but we're out of time. You are listening okay. to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Uh, go to what's the website? Bassanglermag.com. Bassanglermag.com. Okay, go check that out. If you want to go fish, and Mark will take you, and he'll give you answer pretty much any question you got. Thank you, Mark. Just go to the website. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and our host, Frank Selby. And we have a special surprise, a very uh, lovely young lady that's a legend in Cabo San Lucas. And she is going to be calling in here hopefully in the next minute or so because its uh, radio station has a difficult time making international calls, but hopefully we'll get her on in a minute. And uh, uh, her operation is called Griselda's Smokehouse because they do that, but they do so much more than that. Um, when you're out fishing for the day, you just pull up into the marina, and a deckhand will come down, pick up your catch, take it, have it processed, and a uh, great job that they do cleaning and filleting and then uh, flash freezing it and ready for you to uh, put on the airplane when you're ready to go or you can come pick it up and put it in your ice chest while you're um, before you do it. If you want to get some smoke, they can do that also. But they also have a, her husband, Dale, operates the charter fleet, which is uh, Dream Maker Charters. And um, he'll fix you up, whatever you want. We're going to be talking about uh, um, uh, tournaments today. There's tons of them down there, and she's going to give us a little bit of help on that. And, Frank, why don't you carry on just for a minute, and let me see if I can find Gracie.
3: Okay, yeah. John and me love to go down to Cabo. Uh, Yeah, we have a uh, condo down there that's just a block off of the the, uh, uh, water. And uh, we can walk to her place. About a two-minute
2: walk. Frank, we found Gracie. Yeah, she's on oh, one good. side. Oh, the, There's my girl. She's, I, we're on one side <laughs> and she's on the other. Gracie, what Hi. a pleasure. And Hi. we're looking forward how you to doing? it.
7: you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing good.
2: Well, Gracie is such a doll. And you've been in Cabo San Lucas for how long? Oh,
7: about 30 years now. Oh, about sin- that. since yeah. you were 12, huh? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Bless
2: your heart. But, but what I was going to say is Gracie runs the um, the packing operation where they'll smoke your fish, uh, you pull into the marina, the dock boy will go down and grab your uh, catch, take it over, and she will do a tremendous job cleaning, filleting, vacuum sealing, and then freezing it. It's just so easy, and it's very inexpensive. Um, you know, you can fill up. 50-pound ice chest for, I don't know, 75 bucks or something. Trust me, it's a lot easier. And And, and the fish
7: lasts a lot longer. You keep it in your freezer a year. From I have clients tell me like four years. Two, couple years, and they clean their bottom of the freezer. They find a package. They tried it. and said it was just as fresh. Yeah. So it holds very good. The way we vacuum pack it, it mm-hmm. holds very good for a long, long time.
2: Yeah, it does. Yep. It does.
3: I can, do, can confess to that. Remember, I brought a bunch of them
7: last time.
3: Yes. And it's yes, still it good.
7: Is. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Well,
2: you, you need is, it,
7: and come back and get some more. I
2: think we're going to do that because we got to go down yeah. and get some uh, Dorado, <laughs> Dorado and uh, yellowfin tuna
7: yeah and yeah, if the, you're
2: lucky, maybe some other kind maybe some bluefin, but yeah uh, the fishing is,
7: the,
2: but we uh,
7: started to pick up a lot of yellowfin tunas came in today it started yesterday oh, afternoon perfect. and um uh, Bonitas is still around, but most of it is yellowfin tunas right now, which is pretty good. Oh,
2: I love those! They're first of all, they're mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. They're fun to catch. I like dorados as far as the sport fish. They, you know, they they run and they jump and they fly in the air, and they, yes. they give it they, they and they taste delicious if you if you process them correctly. But That's right. uh, let's let's what talk, He does always, um, Gracie. <laughs> let's talk about Cabo San Lucas and tournaments. Uh, the okay. fall is when the water warms up and the fish get frisky. Uh, yes. And, it, of course, it depends on the bait and where it is. Every day is, like you said, every day can be different. They have fins and tails. But, uh, you know, the the reason that uh, all the major tournaments are at the usually end of October, is because that's when the water is the warmest, and the, you know, the yes. dorado and the marlin like that warm water. And lots
7: of marlin, lots of dorado. Bay is no problem. You know, get the, and, herb, and the when, bake I, sellers.
2: when uh-huh. I say when I say warm water, I'm talking about water temperature of about eighty five degrees.
7: Yes, yes, mm-hmm. Both seventy four to eighty four, eighty five degrees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some areas.
2: Now let's talk about some of the tournaments. There are so many. In October, you've got the big ones, of course, which is the Bisbee. And mm-hmm. how many different uh, tournaments does Bisbee have in the fall?
7: They have what we call the little Bisbee, which is the offshore Bisbee. And they have also they have the uh, the Bisbee, the biggest one. The black and blue. The mm-hmm. black and blue. Yes, you got to catch the black and blue. Catch relief release, but you catch them by a certain amount, certain size, you bring them to the scale. And, um, there's a lot of kitchen relief that happens at that time mm-hmm. also. And then after that is the, uh, Los Cabos tuna jackpot. That's mm-hmm. in November, first week of November. That's, that's also. the
2: Western Outdoor News.
7: That Western Outdoor News, mm-hmm. yes, yes. There's another tournament just coming up on July 20th. Mm-hmm. That one is at the, um, at the Bomb Warmers. You know, they have the Dorado. Oh, yeah, shootout. the
2: Dorado Shootout. That, yeah.
7: one, that one's coming up, yeah. That one that's, uh, it's going to be a good turnout. That's kind of like the one that kicks off. The start and end is going to be small tournaments, but the big, big tournaments are in October, end of October, beginning of November.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, Those by the, the, the way, big. the, the uh, Palmas de Cortes, I think this is their first year they're going to have a women's tournament.
7: I should go up there and compete, huh? There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. You, you, you ever get a That's chance to nice. go out? That's yeah. really nice that they're going to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. perfect, perfect. A lot yeah. of lady anglers out there. A lot of lady anglers are participating mm-hmm.
2: on the
3: tournament. Now, let's talk. I about. love fishing with the girls.
2: Yeah, no, yeah. you can't. You can't go, Fred. <laughs> <you> <laughs> Sorry, can't go. But. Uh, <laughs>
7: I
1: put on a wig and a shirt and yeah. get away with it. Yeah, I
2: don't they think so.
7: They get wild. It's just so much fun, you know. It's so much fun. Yeah. The girls, the ladies, they just go, they, they just, they really have a wonderful time. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: They go loco.
7: Yeah, yeah, a little bit, you know. Because, well, on vacation, you, you know, i have, uh, uh, they now, yeah, they love
2: it. Talk about serious. The Bisbee Black and Blue. Um, oh, wow. I was down there one year. And the winner got a check for $3.9 million. Nice.
7: Huh? Yeah. yeah. But, yes, of it's course, it's not,
2: it's not cheap to get in. Um, the buy-in fees, I think it's still around 5000 per team of five people. But But right. uh, the real money is on all the side bets. The so side bets, so yeah. So they've got like $1,000, 2000 5000 and $10,000 per day. Yeah. And if you're going to get serious about it, by the time you get your boat, your captain, your plane fare... Uh, and all the side bits. you're into it for probably around a hundred thousand dollars for a team yeah, for I a team think of five. It's
7: about, it runs about sixty-five to a hundred. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're well,
2: right. depending. I mean, if you throw it all together, you know, your boat, your accommodations, your airfare, your but it's not cheap. But no, but you can win millions of dollars.
7: That's right. Mm-hmm. And if you divide it by five, yeah. 20000 per person. Yeah,
2: that's you know, still not bad. You look
7: at it that way. Yeah, not bad.
2: Well, you might dif- might divide three million by five people. Yeah. But uh, uh, And then, you know, that one, you know, you've got to be pretty serious, and you have to have some deep pockets for that. But the uh, one I like is the tuna tournament by Western Outdoor News. You know, for a few thousand dollars, you can get in and still win some pretty big money.
7: I know I know that's, that's 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 really like a lot of fun, also you know they mm-hmm. have a lot of turnout and now they're gonna have a they're gonna split the Dorado and the wahoo before it used to be Dorado or wahoo whatever whichever one was bigger now oh. they're gonna have a jackpot for Dorado jackpot for the wahoo Oh. it's gonna be a lot of fun, I know it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna oh, be yes. very good a good turnout and, it's and you right- don't have to invest a lot it's like you say you know that Mm, I think maybe you're looking at about 10,000 to 12,000. I could be wrong. Is that for, is that, is that, <laughs> I didn't do my homework today. In,
2: is, that, is, that, yeah. is, that, is that per boat?
7: <laughs> yeah, for the team. Yeah. For the team. Yeah. yeah. And the team consists of four people. They sign up, and then I would ask my friend Pat McDonald. He should be the one calling you. Oh, yeah. He would tell you the numbers. Pretty yeah. good. Pat's yeah. a good
2: guy. Yeah, And I mm-hmm. guess he's, he's taken off on his own, and that's about all he does now is the tournaments. Yeah. Uh, he was an editor of Western Outdoor News, and he's yes, a, he was. he's yeah. getting he's getting full into just putting the tournaments together. It's a lot of work, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of people.
7: It's a lot and of it's people. It's a lot yeah. of fun. It's
2: and then and then the uh, uh, Van Warmers are gotten pretty serious. They've got a couple of different tournaments up there. They got the you know the one for Souls for Souls or something where they give away shoes. They do a yeah. lot. They there's a lot of benefits that go directly to the locals. You know, a lot yeah, of, a lot of lot of fundraising, yes. um, and then the uh, you know the, their Dorado shootout is getting extremely popular, and again, it's uh, you know you can win. I think uh, you if you win, you're looking around fifty thousand dollars. But you know it's not talking. You you don't have to spend fifty thousand dollars to get in. And yeah. it, you probably by the time you're all in and done, maybe five thousand. That mm-hmm. uh, so the you know the odds are good on those. And a lot of it goes to uh, a lot of it goes to charities.
7: A lot of goes yeah. to same thing with the uh, the Western Auto News. Mm-hmm. A lot of it goes to the the children. You know the smiles. International and then of course you go up the coast.
2: Them. You up the coast and you know Loreto has uh, a couple of uh, uh, tournaments that are also um, very much fundraisers for the local economy. That's
6: good.
2: <clears throat> and then. Uh, all the way up to Loretto, which is—they've uh, got a couple of tournaments every year that are fun to go to. And again, it's talking about things that you know—that it's not just a dream. It's you know, if you you, you know you save up a little bit, and you can actually do it.
3: Yeah. yeah. You have fun. I got a question for you. Uh-huh. What's your favorite tournament? The one you what? have the most fun at? If it's only work and not going out, which one do you like the best?
7: I'm
2: putting you on the spot. Which tournament I like the best? Okay, Frank yeah. Frank, uh-huh. uh, Frank, and, and Griselda, if you don't mind, can we take a quick break for just a little bit, and we'll come back I and finish mind. up with Griselda. Is that all right? Yeah, I
7: all don't right. mind. I'll, I'll be right
2: here. Perfect. Yeah. All right, you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go and listen to the, star, the, the show as many times as you like on the website, and uh, don't forget about our uh, closing out our Salmon Falls trip.
1: Have you noticed the changes in Google lately? Did anybody line you out? You can't fake it anymore. They know who said it first, who said it best, who said it the most, who is the most popular, and that just happens to be me since the late 80s, which means that I can put up a page, a post, or a website, optimize it properly. Spread it around to 22 million people and put you on top of your results pages for your chosen searches basically overnight. Whitemountainbusiness.com Don't want to wait that long? Already have a website that you thought was optimized and doesn't rank anywhere? I can fix that too. Maybe you don't want to wait. Maybe you just want to call me. 928-228-9228 That's 928-228-9228. I've done it for literally thousands, and I can do it for you.
4: Welcome back
2: to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan with our um, host, Frank Selby. And just a couple of, we just mentioned, had a commercial for Salmon Falls. Don't don't forget, that's closing out very quickly. We'd love to have you. And then uh, also, Snowbee. Uh, we still, I think we still got our uh, special going on that, where if you go to the website, order something, and just use fish talk one word fish talk um, in the code and get uh, 30% off. So we appreciate you doing that. If you've got any questions about it or you have any problems, then just let me know. But, it's, you know, it's already <laughs> great prices, so it's it's very significant. Now, um, Gracie, we've been talking about Cabo San Lucas and the Derby and the tournament and the fishing. We didn't cover all the fishing because, you know, the wahoo are incredible down there. Um, but basically you're looking at um, um, marlin, blue and black, sailfish, plenty of those, um, you know, in wahoo, dorado, or mahi, as we uh, a lot of mm-hmm. people know them as. And the
7: elephant tuna.
2: And the elephant tuna. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. And they sure do taste good. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, let's talk about how to get them when you get down there. You just mentioned off the air that you got a brand new 36 foot uh, Riviera coming in as a charter boat. Yeah, that's
7: yeah. going to be ready for the hopefully for the fall right now. It just arrived about a week ago and they're yeah. doing. You
2: know, getting it ready for the shutter. Yeah. Well, the R- Riviera yeah. is, is, is high-end. It's one of the top uh, sport fishing boat made, and it's very, very comfortable. So mm-hmm. 30, 36 yes, very footer.
7: comfortable.
2: It's fast and smooth and... Uh, Oh man, that's that's the way to do it if you can, but you've you know I usually when I go down I like to fish with uh, a rigo with uh, on the uh, salsa this day
7: Yeah, the salsa with rigo or with Francisco also mm-hmm. on the tres amigos. Mm-hmm. That yeah. one is also very good. And, we also and, have the the hatteras. We have a 33 foot hatteras, which is also very nice, and we have a 31 foot Bertram.
2: Oh yeah, those so, are those are yes. those are all the right kind of boats.
7: Yeah, my husband he he chooses well when he buys boats.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, those are those are incredible and very, very reasonable. If you go uh charter fishing in Santa Barbara or Southern California or Alaska, you're looking at Oh, four hundred dollars per day per person, but you can go down there and fish with Gracie um, on a cruiser for what five six hundred dollars a day for four people with a captain four and a deckhand. People.
7: Yeah, up to six people. Up to yeah. six people for that, five seventy five.
2: That's with a captain and deckhand. Yeah.
7: Yeah, captain
2: and the mate. Mm-hmm. yeah. And um, it's it's an incredible deal, but and of course the difference is you can fish down there three hundred and sixty days a year. Unless it's a hurricane. Right, yeah. This is a hurricane. But uh, <laughs> there's
7: a hurricane. You know, but, yeah, uh, there's an occasional hurricane that, <laughs> that we get. But uh, it's, it's nice. September. That yeah. would be September. So. Well, you know, I don't
2: plan my trips around hurricanes because, no. you know, it can happen. Uh, but within two days, you're back out on the water.
7: Yes, yes. It's, it's September. It's. The, the Dorado bike can be really good, but it's also hurricane season. You know, some people, they that's the only time they can come here sometimes. Maybe one or two days they can go out, but if hurricane come and go, you know? Yeah. They hit and they're gone. Yeah. They don't stick around. So Yeah, like I flash. said, you can, you, know, you, can,
2: you can get into a hurricane, but it'll, t- it'll take you off the water for one or two days, but you know, yeah. it's not going to ruin your trip. No. Okay.
7: It should be good, yeah.
2: All right. Well, we're going to have to uh, wrap it up here pretty quick. Um, we've got two ways to get in touch with Gracie. Is Griselda's Smokehouse, uh, and she's yep. affectionately known as Gracie. Uh, mm-hmm. So Griselda's Smokehouse and Dreammaker Charters that uh, Dale runs. And yeah, it's all well, you know, everything's all there. You just get on the boat in the morning, and everything's taken care of. And you come back, they'll take the fish off the boat for you, and you just step off and go have a cold one.
7: That's right. That's right. You can also contact me at Grace in Cabo at Hatmail. Grace? It's just easy. Grace, Grace in Cabo Grace at Hotmail in Cabo for any at Hotmail. questions. Okay, yeah.
2: great. All right. We appreciate that. All right. Th- thank you, Gracie. All right. We'll so talk to you soon. Thanks, Bye, everybody. Mike. Bye-bye.